Yes. Oh God, yes. Yes. It's here. Holy shit, it's here. Ultimax, baby. Yeah. up you lovely awesome people it's greg of the Stephen greg podcast that's not about shoes and i'm here to tell you about persona 4 arena ultimax p1 fans are you ready time to let loose and all aboard the contestants in the previous p1 grand prix have returned for another tournament <laughs> right on the heels of the last one <laughs> these warriors will create another legend here at the world-shattering P1 Ring! The battles of honor, battles of will, sparks will fly! Some fight for pride, some fight for glory! Will this be decided by pure muscle, or will a battle of wits determine the outcome? Champions, who will be crowned with the winner's wreath? Whose tale of glory will resound for generations? All that remains are the dreams of the warriors. As the Grand Prix plunges into its final chapter, the P1 Climax is... Barely getting started! Arxis did a great job on the first arena game, and they really shine in the sequel with its complex fighting system, but it's so easy for newcomers to just jump in and look really fucking cool while they're playing it. The game is the same. A and B buttons are the human attacks, light and heavy. C and D are your persona attacks, which are also light and heavy. The auto combos still remain for those who are not great with fighting games, which is just repeatedly pressing the A button and it automatically sends you into a special attack. And it's great for newcomers, but it's also complex enough where you can change things up. It's very easy for anyone who's never played a fighting game before. The roster for this game is gigantic, with nine brand new playable characters, each with their own unique personalities and abilities to use in battle, even though every character uses the same exact punch-ins with the controller. A is still light attack, B is still heavy attack, and getting into your awakened abilities or your normal ultimate specials are exactly the same, but each character moves and acts differently. It's easy to go from one character to another without getting too lost on the controls, but since every character is so unique, you feel like you're playing someone completely different rather than just the same clone character. Another huge addition to this game, aside from the huge roster, is the shadow characters. Nearly every character has a shadow version, which trades their burst and extra damage for a special meter that regains on its own and frenzy mode. In frenzy, your character can unload as many special abilities as much as they want for a short amount of time. So you can go absolutely fucking bonkers with your combos. And it's easy to go from one combo to the next with a shadow character where it's a lot more difficult with your normal character, as in you would have to initiate a one more, which costs half your special bar. Another addition is the S-hold, 
by holding the A button and letting the bar fill up to release a combo that you'd normally have to punch in a combo for. But letting it charge is an issue because it's really slow and it's a lot faster just to punch in the combos by yourself. The online is really strong, uh, sans if you're playing some guy in Japan, so you'll always deal with lag at the beginning of a match, but as it gets into the actual match, the connections are very strong, with maybe one or two times where I was kicked off. It's also really easy to find matches now, as there's a lobby mode. So you go into this lobby, you find machines, and you find other character avatars who run around, and you can just challenge each other. And the great thing is there's a lot of ones for newcomers. So if you want to try out these nine new characters with their own special abilities and whatnot, this is a great place to go to. However, assholes exist. So you'll get these guys who are really, really fucking good, who know how to play the characters from the first game's roster, and whoop your ass. But that's very few and far in between. But the thing is, even though if you're fighting an asshole who's really, really good at the game, it's a lot more satisfying losing to a person than it is to a computer. There are a ton of things to do in single-player mode, however. From score attack mode, where you take on super powerful versions of the roster without losing, a golden arena mode where you face a gauntlet of fighters, but you level up and you add stats to your characters, and, of course, there's the story mode. The story takes place about a day after the first arena's story. It's a fun little bow to tie in this case, and it's great to see the full side of both the Shadow Operatives and the investigation teams from Personas 3 and 4 go back and forth with each other. The voice acting is always solid, even with some new swaps such as Matthew Mercer taking over Troy Baker's Kanji Tatsumi. But the original cast of P3 returns in full force, such as Vic Mignogna and Michelle Ruff as Junpei Iori, and Yukari Takaba, the two staple characters from the beginning of Persona 3. The characters of Personas 3 and 4 are great, and to see them bouncing off one another is really funny, really charming, and enjoyable. However, Story Mode still has that really fucking stupid, novella-esque type story, where nothing is really seen, you have to read most of it. And with a fighting game, I don't really want to read. I kind of want to beat the shit out of things because I'm awesome. So watching character avatars going meh, meh, meh with their mouths while voices go off gets really tiring after a while, especially since there's three story modes if you decided to get the Adachi DLC. One major issue I have, however, is the sound mixing for both Kanji and Naoto who have new voice actors for this game. Rather than having the new actors do all the lines for the in-game fighting when you're actually, you know, playing the fucking fighting game, they mix the original performances with the new, and it just doesn't mesh. Don't get me wrong, the acting on the story side for both Kanji and Naoto are great. They do a really nice job with the script. It's believable. They sound young. It's a nice performance. It just doesn't mesh well with the original performances. You can't go from Troy Baker... Strange? What's this strange stuff, huh? Are you saying that I'm strange? You shitheads better get the hell out of my face or I'm taking you down! I look like I'm choking! And then immediately to Matthew Mercer... Look, you bastard, don't go bothering Yukiko-senpai. What? You're the one bothering her, you imposter! What was that? I'm the real one! Bullshit! You don't look anything like me, dammit! In just, like, two seconds, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like the same person. All in all, I love this fucking game. I mean... 
Did you really expect any less from me? I've been dying for this game since the first one. If you've never played a Persona game, it's fine. Avoid story mode and enjoy the absolutely insane high school kid versus high school kid with psychic powers and play with your friends. Persona enthusiasts, you'll love the great character writing and the nice little bow on the story. That's it for me on this review. We got more Gotham episodes. We got more regular episodes of us reviewing and talking about the news on its way. So check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Gmail, all that good stuff. Ta-da-da-da! I'm Greg of the Stephen Greg Podcast that's not about shoes, and I'll see you guys later. Later!